Hello again and welcome to the Master's Voice. I am Celestial and you are welcome to this channel. To old and new subscribers, you are very welcome. I continue speaking today about the beast system, the system that we know as one world. We know this as one world government, one world system. We know it as the NW other letter. And the heart of God in these prophecies is not to terrify, but God wants to warn his people. God wants to prepare his people. And for me, when the Lord takes me into the understanding of these things, when he shows me in such clear and graphic forms, what is taking place in the future? What is taking place in the world that is being prepared for his people and basically all people, almost all people to enter into, I discern the father's heart. And I know that the Lord brings these things to us out of love because what you don't know will destroy you. What you don't know will have power over you. And so today's prophecy is from September the 14th, 2021. Today is November 18, I think. Biometrics and the beast system. Let me just, yes. Today is November the 18th, but this prophecy is from several months ago, September 14, biometrics and the beast system. And the banner scripture is this, behold, I send you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. So be shrewd as serpents and innocent as doves. This is Matthew chapter 10 and verse 16. What I learned from this prophecy is the need for self-control. I speak often, um, not that this is a, ch a channel where I can go in depth, but I speak often on the different things that God wants his people to develop. You see, you can't be so... You can't be so lopsided in your Christianity that you're spending all your time focusing on prophecy and learning on prophecy because, of course, there's a natural desire to know uh, what, what things will come. But at the same time, you and I are not expected by the Holy Spirit to ever neglect or give up on perfecting and developing the work of sanctification in us. We are, we are expected by the Holy Spirit to always consistently make ourselves available to the Holy Spirit so that he can perfect us, so that he can make us and mold us into the image of the Lord Jesus Christ. So the Lord Jesus Christ is not someone who just runs off at the mouth. The Lord Jesus Christ is not someone who's prone to, to sudden anger. The Lord Jesus Christ is not someone who has debilitating sinful habits and personal secrets that he's spending all day and all night trying to hide from the general population around his life. The Lord Jesus Christ lived a perfect and a sinless life. And in as much as that is possible, as we are filled with the spirit of God, God is expecting us to develop into the image of Christ. This is the image that he is working on. Basically, I want you to imagine all of us as a mirror and what God wants is to look into that mirror and not see Bob's face or Celestial's face. The Lord is hunting to see his own face reflected back at him when he looks at his children. And this prophecy taught me a lot about self-control. And I, I give the Lord glory because I'm not in charge of the dreams I get. I'm not in charge of everything, anything that I see. But what I observe from what God shows me is that there is fruit coming out of the work of my prayer and my intercession and my seeking God and me loving the Lord's word. We think that loving the Lord is the work of the heart. Oh, I just love God and love God. I'm here to tell you that the way you love God is by honoring God. The way you love God is by respecting the things that God asks of you, by respecting God's written word. It is the people who immerse themselves in the written word and learn it and obey it and actually practice it 
it. They are the people who love God because the Lord Jesus said, if you love me, you will obey my commands. And then he also asked, why do you say that you love me and not do what I say? So if you find that obedience to the Holy Spirit, obedience to the written word is an area where you're struggling, you don't really have the spiritual currency to claim that you love God. This is just lip service. And these things will be exposed in the great, powerful years of pressure there that are coming. Joseph in the Bible is called by God and he's a young man and he goes through a lot and he doesn't know at the time that God is preparing him to be the savior of not only the nation of Egypt, but even his own nation that was residing in Canaan and all the surrounding nations. So God is, was building something into Joseph that would only manifest its usefulness very far down the line. Yet we are people who do not spend enough time, the majority of us, spending time in God's word, spending time in God's presence, storing up prayer and resilience for the evil day that is ahead. This prophecy showed me that people who do not have self-control, I always say it, are going to have a terrible time in the future because it is by your words. The Bible says, by the words of the mouth is a man snared. By the confession of your lips, you are taken. Many people will be taken and put to death. I dare say it unnecessarily. Many people, as I see in these prophecies, will lose their lives unnecessarily. Because now, in the good years, when the sun is still shining and you can still go out and get a mocha choka if you want one, we're not building character. We're busy online arguing about what God's real name is and his Hebrew name. And I just want to say that when it comes to the point where the Nephilim are standing in front of you, is it really going to come down to what you call God? No, because if you do not have spiritual currency to be able to actually battle warfare in the spirit realm, where they don't care about how much Greek and Hebrew you know, they're going to be basically reading your entire rap sheet in the spirit to see, does this person actually have a relationship with God that when she or he com commands me in whatever they want to call God, I feel this force come on me as, as an undead and I am forced to bow and run away or they can destroy me by the words of their mouth. If you don't have spiritual currency in your mouth, then all the posturing that you do online means nothing because you've got nothing in the tank and even a baby demon will not obey you. But as the Lord shows me the investment that I celestial am making in my life, when I see myself in this word, this world where things are not going to go well for us, I'm not doing too bad. And I give God glory for that. So on the morning of September 14, the Lord came into my dreams. I was dreaming about a task that was giving me difficulty at work. And I was dealing about a very difficult thing that I was trying to handle and solve in my life. And the Lord just basically came into my dream. He told me how to solve the task. He told me how to handle the different difficult thing in my life, gave me strategic steps. And then he moved the dream, escalated the dream to other things. And the Lord will do that. He literally just appears in the dream and changes the whole dream. And of course, I guess that's because he's God. And he started telling me about living requirements in the future. And as he spoke, I just knew we were in the beast system type of dream. So he was saying that living requirements will be so tough 
so tough in the future. Now, you know, in New York City, you have got to have a guarantor. They need to see 20 million in your bank account or something like that. There are so many stringent requirements. You need guarantors, you need money, you need companies to back you up. You need all kinds of things that make getting a home or buying a home so inconvenient. And yet, they're going to make it worse. He said that to pay your light bill or your phone bill is gonna need the imprint of your hand. So as he was speaking, please try to use your imagination because as the Lord is speaking to me, the pictures just come up. So you see the hand and the hand is out to give, um, to give biometric information. So collecting your fingerprints, collecting your palm print, collecting hair samples, collecting saliva, this is all biometric data. It's, it's, tied to a particular human being. It cannot be faked. No one can fake your fingerprints. No one can fake the, fake the samples of your saliva in DNA. And so these things are going to be required to pay your phone bill, to pay your light bill, to get an apartment, things like that. And it's not just going to be your fingerprint. As I was seeing, God was showing me that they're going to escalate it to need the entire um, print of your palm and then transfers will happen. So money transfers will happen, or that's how you will identify yourself. And I saw this vision of people standing in these really long lines and they were waiting to get their palm print taken. So what I saw was two different types of consoles and may the Lord help me to explain because some of these things, I cannot find a single picture for them online. And that's very easy to explain why they're not here yet. I saw that there will be a console that comes up out of the ground as soon as you are approaching. So you're going to be in this place and it's going to be like a dais, right? And they're going to be different, different stations. So as the people stand in line, when they say next person, then you go to the dais. And as you're approaching, this console will grow out of the ground. It is made of... I don't think it's made of glass, but it looks like glass. It is made of a clear plastic. And the only thing that I can mm, relate it to is these new fancy pulpits that some pastors use now where the whole thing is very hard plastic and you can see the, pa the pastor through the pulpit. They're no longer using wood pulpits. So the stand will come out of the ground and it's a clear plastic in inside the plastic is this particular blue light. I have spoken of this blue lighting before. We're going to see that blue lighting all over the beast system. I don't know what that color means to the beast, but I simply know it is going to be used a lot. The stand is transparent and inside it is this beautiful light blue light and it comes up and it spreads a little bit and you put your palm on the console and then it collects your biometric data like that. There's other an, another type of console that doesn't grow up out of the ground. It's already going to be affixed in place. It is a black console and it has this blue lighting around the rim. So when it's active, when you're using it, a blue line is going to appear around the rim. And this blue line, the best I can show it, I went online and I found somebody, you know, selling speakers. But if you can see that speaker with that blue line, 
That's how that blue line is going to indicate when something is happening, when there's activity. I saw smart doors in the future. And when the smart door is active, meaning that you can walk through it, it's going to have that blue line around it that shows this door is active. It's open. You can enter this room. You can enter this place. But when the door is not active, it is going to have an orange rim around it or a red rim around it that shows you cannot go through here. This door is sealed. You may not enter. And so I saw that people also gave an imprint of their bite. So it's not enough that you're going to have to give a saliva sample when you're banking or stuff like that. I saw that people gave an imprint of their bite and this is what the Lord showed me. So I'm in a bank and I see a wall and the only thing that I can do is call it the living wall. This wall was alive. This is not your trusty wall that you can see behind me. This wall was alive and growing out of this wall, please hear me, growing out of this wall were little cords. So let my fingers be the little cords at different intervals along this wall, just like a rock wall. You know how a rock wall has stuff at intervals. At different intervals, a long dangling cord made of the same clear plastic with the blue line running through it dangled. And at the bottom of it was a lump, a squeezy plastic lump, almost like, like putty or like Play-Doh, but made of plastic. So if you squeezed it, it would take different shapes. You were supposed to take this lump, put the lump in your mouth and bite down on it. So here is a picture I was trying to explain. I could find nothing. That picture is what they send you when you want to fix your teeth. So, you know, the new craze is fix your teeth. There's something wrong with your teeth. And some people do want to fix their teeth and you can get this home kit. They send you the home kit. And in that home kit is this, this putty that I just showed you here. So you take, you're supposed to take that putty and put it in your mouth and bite it. And then it takes a dental imprint first of the top row and then the bottom row. This living wall had a dangling cord, like an umbilical cord that ended in a lump and it went into the wall and the wall was alive. And I'll explain why you would take the lump and put it in your mouth and bite it. And it would take an upper and a lower dental imprint at the same time. As soon as you took it out of your wall, your mouth and let it fall, the wall pulled the cord in. So the cord went back into the wall, which was all made of this plastic and it immediately recorded your bite and your bite went to join a lot of other information about you on your bank account. And they said that it's to keep your bank account secure because who's going to mimic your teeth. That's what they said. But the Lord made me know that having your teeth on file would even be used against you criminally. So they could use your teeth to identify you later. For instance, if you were killed, um, the police would be able to use to, to get get your, your bite from the living wall and use it. And also, uh, I guess maybe if your saliva was on it, they would also be able to identify you if you were ever involved in any crime. That is what was 
given to me. And so people will give so much biometric data to the beast. And I've shared that in many, many, many prophecies on the master's voice that the beast is going to empower himself by collecting as much data about you as possible so that you're not a flat one dimensional being so that you're not just celestial on file right now. The information they would have on file is maybe your fingerprint because you've traveled and also they would have some medical data, but this is going to be so pervasive. It's going to cover everything about you. And so the palm scans, they will move to scanning your palm because they will tell you that fingerprints are not secure. So that is what I saw in this dream. They would say that fingerprints are old technology and they will, you will start hearing. This is how you know that the Lord is telling you the truth on this channel. The news will tell you the news and the, in the articles that you read in your daily life, they will confirm to you that the stuff you read on this blog, which is so far ahead of its time that I can't even find a lot of pictures for what I see. You will start to see it pop up on the news. And then you will know that God was telling you that this was really coming. They will say that fingerprints are old technology and that fingerprints can be hacked and fingerprints can be, um, you know, the, the mission impossible movies with Tom Cruise that he did have a little peelable thing on his fingers. And so they will say, Oh no, that's possible. And the criminal criminals can do that, but nobody can fake your palm, your whole palm. And so they'll want to collect palm information. And the Lord then said to me, everything will be automated. And what I started to see is that every single conceivable thing is going to be automated to the point where human interaction in daily life will be greatly reduced. And why is this? It's for de-socialization. It's for desensitization. It's to make people see less people. Right now, your children out there are growing up thinking that human beings are made of flesh up here and cloth down here. There's a whole generation of babies that think that only their mother and father and their brothers and sisters have complete faces because when they come outside, they don't see humanity with complete faces. They don't get to see when they're looking all cute in their Winnie the Pooh onesies and people are leaning over them and saying, oh, so beautiful. They can't see the smiles. Babies respond to smiles, but this generation's babies don't see smiles. They only see smiles at home with their parents and their close family members. They don't actually know that the world outside has smiles. And so all of this is carefully orchestrated. Why? To make people cold, to make people less personable and feel less connected to the next human being. So when the Lord said that everything will be automated, he's talking, but I'm hearing the AI talking. And I hear the AI say to me, how are you feeling today, Celestial? That's how they sound. They sound like nothing because they are nothing. They don't have feelings. They, they, will be, they will be made to greatly mimic human feelings. Satan can mimic everything about us and you will need the discernment of the Lord to know what is really us and what is mimicry. So that's just for free. If you can't even discern true prophecy from false prophecy, no idea how you're going to be able to know, for instance, that these, these other beings that wear human sleeves and that can cry on demand and just say, Jeffrey, you don't love me. And you don't even know that you're dating something that's not real, but it can cry like a real woman and do everything that a real woman can do. And yet you are dating an undead you don't know. If you don't know about those things, there's information on this channel about it. You just have to check the old videos. So I saw a scene and I've seen this scene several times before. I was with the AI having my weekly wellness check. I do not know if these wellness checks will be every day, every week, but 
I was having the wellness checks because in the new world order, you're going to have to have these wellness checks. And I was sitting on a very expensive looking sofa and I'd taken time off from work to come and have my mandatory counseling session. And I was very angry about having to be there. So I wasn't angry about a particular thing. I was angry about living in a place where I have to check in with an AI so that it can check my mental peace and my human wellness and understand this word, this word wellness, it will pop up a lot in the future. They will be doing things that they have no right to do. They have no right to be so invasive to human beings, but they will tell you it's for the greater good. You will hear phrases like the greater good. You will hear phrases like for human wellness and for human equilibrium. You will hear these things in this new world system a lot. So I'm sitting on this couch and I was angry at being there, but here is what I was saying about self-control. I did not show it. So I was able not to show anything in my mood or my general, my general demeanor that would make this AI able to perceive that celestial is angry. And I didn't show it because the computer that I was sitting in front of was able to detect tiny changes in mood, in body temperature, in body language, and my facial expression. There are a lot of startups that are coming up and saying, oh no, we're, we're industry disruptors. You know, we're coming, we're working on facial recognition tech to keep the airports safer. You know, we will pick up the terrorists by looking at the face and we will know who's a terrorist by, by their mood and by their body temperature. If they're too hot, we might think, oh, you know, the, this person is nervous. And we look at it and we're allowing this to go on. And we don't know that they're actually building this tech for the world that is going to highly depend on reading us this way. This computer could pick up mood, body temperature, body language, facial expression, and many other things that we as natural human beings, we can pick up on that because God has given it to us as part of our inbuilt mechanism. And so I knew that if this computer could pick up that I was angry at being there, automatically it would make a negative report against my name. And so I... If it made a negative report, it would affect my credit society score. That, that's what I was calling it in this dream, the credit society score. And the credit society score, which is just the social credit score, is going to be a number that is a general scorecard that will control your life. If it falls low enough, you will be excluded from all natural rights. And when I say natural rights, you have the right to education, you have the right to food, you have the right to housing, you have the right to free speech, you have all these rights. But in this world, exactly as you have seen in 2020 and 2021, these things are going to be somehow taken from you without your knowledge. And then you'll be told if you do this, and if you do that, you can go outside. And if you do this, you can have this right back. But the reason that many people are angry now is because they're thinking, wait, I was born with these rights. These are natural rights. When did I lose these rights? And why do I have to now go and line up for the harm that causes harm before I can do this? Why do I have to line up for the harm that causes harm before I can go to a restaurant or have this right? These are my natural rights. But in that world, all your natural rights will be gone and the social credit score will determine how many rights you can get back. And if it falls low enough, you will lose those rights. And if it's high enough, you can keep those rights. And so right there, you see the incentive in human beings to keep those rights. People will do anything to keep their score high enough so that they can have those things which 
to tell you the truth naturally belong to them. This social credit score will either mark you as a model citizen or you can lose it low enough and be marked as a rebel because these metrics will cover everything. The Lord said it will cover how you pay your bills and how you perform at work. And these are things you can control, but your social credit score will also cover how other people feel about you and whether enough people like you or not and how they see you. And these are things that you cannot control, but you will still be judged on them because it is your social credit. And so this credit society score, the social credit score will be the go-to number that determines everything about your life, what job you can apply for, what apartment you can rent, what car you're eligible to drive. And if any upgrades can be added to your account, you've got a medium credit score. You have the money you want to fly. Let's say you want to fly first class. You know, you and your wife, you're going on a honeymoon. You want to fly first class. You've got the money to pay for it, to upgrade your ticket, but your credit society score says that you cannot upgrade because you don't have enough social credit to qualify for the niceness of a privilege like flying first class. And so it it will be very stressful living in that world. And people who tend to lose their temper a lot, people who always need to share their opinion. You out there, you know exactly who I'm talking to. You know yourself. You know that people can't say anything and you pick your battles and be quiet. Maybe because you know more or maybe because you simply know that it's not worth the effort. You just have to say something. To all you say something, people, I feel bad for you because you are not even going to last 10 minutes in in a world where uh, keeping your head on your body will depend on knowing how to control your tongue. Let this be just a free warning to someone out there. And so... Um, as I was watching this, what I saw was I saw myself on the couch having my mandatory session with the AI. And then I also saw myself in the room standing with the Lord holding his hand. And I remember I said, I held his hand very tightly because I didn't want anything to happen in that dream where I get separated from Jesus. And he leaves me in that world and leaves me to be stuck there, um, where I have to work so hard and I'm surrounded by glowing blue plastic all the time. And I have to work so hard to appear happy and well-balanced and at peace with everyone all the time. And so I was answering the AI and the AI is talking to you in such a way to make sure that you are rational. Understand this about AI. AI doesn't think like people. People can do the most irrational things. You know, you fall in love and somebody just says, uh, let's, let's go to Boca Raton and just make it official. And then you can do that. But to AI, this is not rational. You have a job that you should be at. You have this, you have that. And then you have to plan. AI is a planned program that always picks the most intelligent outcome. So we know people, we don't always make rational decisions. The, the, the discipline of economics basically should be blown out the water because it's all built on the fact that people make rational decisions. And yet real life has proven time after time that nothing we do is rational. Half or even three quarters of it is emotional. And that's just how it is. But AI will search you to see that you are rational. And so if you give the kind of responses. And if you demonstrate that you are not rational, balanced, and in control of yourself, you will be in danger of falling into some of the offices that I will speak of in the next video, which is the Office of Citizens Affairs and the Office of Citizens Arrest. If you do not know that America is going to change where instead of you just having Department of Defense and Department of Homeland Security, if you think that that is how this future world is going to go, it's not going to go like that. America 
America is going to undergo the worst facelift. And this is because I have shared in many videos, the real America, the America that you know, the America that you love is already dying. It is already dying. Watch the news. If you're a news watcher, read the paper. If you're a paper watcher, people are angry because they can see that something is going on. But praise the Lord Jesus Christ. If you are a Christian, you will have the holistic picture. So you won't only see what the tip of the iceberg, which is what everybody's fighting about on the news reports. You'll see from underneath why these things are happening because these things are in the Bible. The beast will have and establish his system. And these are the inner workings of the system that God is showing us. And so the Lord was showing us, showing me that the intention of AI is actually a murdering intention. AI is like a laser looking among the rats to see which of the rats should be lasered and removed. So that is its function. They will tell us that AI is to make our lives better and to make it easier, but actually AI is looking among the rats for the weaker rats to depopulate their rat pack so that only the strong and fit and essential rats can remain. AI is a system that will not leave you alone with your thoughts, but it will constantly probe your mind to the point that eventually you may get tired because you won't have time to evaluate evaluate life and you may also grow confused about how you really feel because you'll keep having to manufacture these other feelings and it's only Jesus that can help people live in this world when you have the peace of Jesus Christ, it doesn't matter for you if you have to go for a 20-minute interview. You can say whatever a machine wants you to say because you know you belong to the Lord. But there are people who will not be able to hold on to that truth as enough for them. They will be like, this is, this is wrong and this is angry. And the Lord always shows me these people. Understand that if God is showing me these people, it's because they do exist out there. And he is showing me real time, maybe five, maybe 10, or maybe just two years in advance, what's going to happen to these people. AI is going to wear down those who do not have a strong inner core. And once you are exposed as having the weaker core, they will take you out. And so I saw that some people tried to live that way until they simply couldn't anymore and they would crack. These people would crack and they would have a breakdown or they would crack and they would simply go out and do something that was not allowed in society. And once you did that, they would arrest you. It was called being detained. So even if they were taking you away, as I said yesterday in the video, even if it were taking you away to kill you, they would simply say that you were detained. And then they would tell us and tell your family that your state of detention is indefinite. They would never update your status to say that Celestial is dead. John is dead. Hannah is dead. They would simply say that Celestial is being indefinitely detained. And in a way, I guess that's true because death is indefinite detention, at least until we rise unto the Lord's judgment. So I sat there and I answered all of this AI's questions, even though I was very angry, but there was no evidence of it on my face. There was no evidence of it in the way I spoke. And at the end of it, this screen showed a big green check mark to show that I was all clear. I was doing well. I was rational and I was still well. And then I was able to leave the place. But if you did not pass this questioning, if you had concerning symptoms, meaning that you showed that you were fearful, or if you ex 
expressed that you were upset, anxiety, irritation, anger. Why do I have to go through this? Slamming the table, rolling your eyes, that kind of thing. The AI would put a yellow check mark or even an orange check mark, which means that you have to come back for more sessions. And if you've listened to what I've said in the last few minutes, increased interaction with AI because it is a satanic entity at its core. It makes the human being break down. Going into a store, the Lord was saying to me, part of the reason that he would take some of his older his older servants home. It's because, you know, they've lived their whole life going into the grocery store and they've talked to Marge their whole life, who's the cashier, and they know her, they know her kids. They've watched her since she was 18. Now she's a grown woman, she's a mom. This human contact, it happens so often during the day that you don't actually notice how much you need it for equilibrium until it's taken away. So when you're walking into a store and there's nobody there, and when you're done, all of a sudden a hologram pops up and goes, hello, Celestial, I see that you selected a great pair of sneakers. Good choice. Your your price is $201. And you look around the store and it's everyone just talking to the hologram you know, the hologram sales rep, and there are no people, older people may not want to live in that mess. And so the Lord always shows me this world. And I see how emotion will be a currency. I'm telling you now, emotion will be a currency. So if you are a Christian and you have not read Galatians chapter five, and you have not read the parts of the Bible that says, so we put to death the lusts of the flesh, the lust, the pride that makes you always need to be right all the time. The anger, the anxiety, even the fear that the Lord says is a sin in the book of Revelation. It says that the cowards will be put in the lake of fire. You're out there. You've been listening to this channel for three, six months. You still can't get a handle on your fear. Every time my notification comes on your phone, you're ready to have a heart attack. I submit to you that you are not going about this in the right way. I submit to you that more time on your knees and more time enjoying the blessings in your life, your grandchildren, your spouse, your children, your habit of growing petunias or roses in the backyard. If you are not learning how to leverage what you have as a way to undercut, undermine, and destroy fear, also spiritual warfare, also praying the Psalms, confessing out scriptures against Psalms, then I submit to you that you are not going about preparing in the right way because demonstrating fear and upset and all these things will work against you in this world. If the Lord does not call you home the natural way, it's not rapture that's taking you out. All this stuff of, of the devil, it's coming before the rapture. This is the world, they're transitioning us into this world right now. Ask the people in Australia, ask the people in France who have recently been told that if they're not going to line up for the third harm that causes harm, those of them who have taken two harms that causes harm are going to have their pass deactivated. Ask them. Ask them if I'm talking about uh, post-rapture stuff or ask them if they think that celestial is revealing by the spirit of the Lord, the world that we are being slid into right now. It is better to prepare. And so if you fail this AI questioning, if you were angry, if you, you had an outburst or it was just your, your worst choice that day to have your breakdown during your meeting, the screen would show a big red X and right away the door would open and, um, the people in black or the people in that facility will come and take you away. And um, you would end up like these siblings that I saw in another dream. So this is the second dream I had after the one called A Look Ahead. I did not write it on the blog because my personal belief is that there's so much on the blog 
that is there as a witness. And if you've read these things and you don't believe, then I don't need to write every dream I have. The dreams I have are in the hundreds and five or six of them on one theme should be enough to teach us that I'm telling the truth. And so I saw this brother and sister and they lived outside this, um, controlled green building that I lived in and they had ruined their, their social credit score. And so they lived near the garbage cans. And I didn't know until one day I came to throw out my trash into these big, um, uh, trash compactors. I came to throw out my trash and this boy jumped on me and held me by my neck from the back. So he jumped on me and he held me by my neck from the back and he put something near my neck and he said, um, give me, give me something like whatever it is you use to buy, to buy food. And I, I, I wasn't even worried. I said to him, what are you going to do with it? You know, what are you going to do with it? You can't use it. Your picture won't come up. You, you don't match anything on it. So what are you going to do with it? And his sister looked at him and they were just hungry and angry. And so I told him, get your hands off me and I'll get you grocery. And he took his hand off me and he went and sat. They were sitting by the trash. They used to live a little behind the trash. And I, I never knew that. And so I went and I bought this boy and his sister, you know, grocery stuff that they can use without having to use a stove and everything. But I saw this in the dream and I said, really, Lord? Yes. And the thing is, ask yourself how many movies you've seen like this. Ask your, yourself honestly how many movies you've seen where the people live in the perfect world and the other people are living in what they call the underworld or they will call it some name like the, 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 the Grange or call it the, the outsiders, you know, the outsiders live here. And where do you see them? Don't they always live with the rats and everything else? How do you think they got there? The things that you see in the movies are the typification and God doesn't need to watch movies and neither do I honestly because he's just showing me that the movies we've been watching are just preparation for the world that they insist that they will create, but it is all an expression of their pride and the Lord knows what their ending will be. And so the America that you know is gutted already. It, it's like somebody in the movie who's been shot through, but because that person is a little strong, really strong, like if you shoot um, Sylvester Stallone or Arnold Schwarzenegger, they're not going to fall in the movie right away. No, that's the hero. You shoot him and he will still keep killing the bad guys for a while, but eventually he falls, he bleeds out and he dies because he sustained too much mortal wounding. And that is America. America has already been sacrificed. And if you don't believe me, there's nothing else that I can say. This dream is too long, but I was just sharing that it's been over 10 years of me seeing different dreams, different scenarios. I've seen a dream of a woman on the run, you know, just something happened. Someone accused her in that world. and She was on the run and she was hiding during the day and she made her way back to where her parents lived. So she lived in a different state from them. She made her way back to where her parents lived and she was trying to say, you know, mom, dad, I need money and this and that. And her parents, shocking, told her, let's just call her Jessica. Well, Jessica, you should have known that this was going to happen. You know, we try to warn you, but you've offended the system and we told you not to. And now you have to accept the consequences of your actions. And her parents would not give her any help. They would not give her any money. And I'm seeing these things 10 years ago. And I'm thinking, Lord, what is this that I am dreaming? Because he wasn't speaking to me about this new world at that time. What is it that I'm dreaming? I saw a man and you know, the best friend was high up in the government. And this man lost his entire life. He was put on some list and who was going to activate this list was the, these men with guns in black. And, you know, his friend who was working in the government, a Christian, but working in the government, called him. And I'll read it out. It's like, Jerry, what the beep did you do, Jerry? There is a list, Jerry. There's people on that list. Your name is on that list, Jerry. They're putting together a task force. They're going to wipe every last name off that list. 
This list is public enemy number one, Jerry. You have to get out of town. Have you paid any money in the last 15 years to watch movies that have those exact words? Because I did not get this from a movie. I saw this in my sleep and Jerry went on the run. He went on the run. I'm dreaming. I'm seeing this. I wake up and the Lord was not explaining to me. But as the years have wound down to 2021, the Lord began to speak to me about Daniel 7 and Revelation 13. If you have not read those chapters, this is the rising of the beast from the sea. The beast that receives power from the dragon the beast that is going to rule as an absolute king. I've spoken to you and you know his name if you've been watching this channel. He's going to rule as an absolute king. The man called Obama is going to make four laws in this country. Look at my fingers. This one does not count. He's going to make four laws in this country. That is the dream I saw. I can't remember what the laws were, but the four laws made him an absolute ruler. Understand students of democracy, where everyone gets to vote in a constitutional republic and their systems where the people will choose leaders and the leaders will form Congress and Congress will keep the executive and the judiciary in balance, checks and balance. There was none of that. Obama made four laws and he was as God in America and his power was as an iron spider spreading out not only in the United States, but across the world. And so if you heard nothing in this video, remember that I said that character development is essential not only to pleasing God, it will benefit you in the last days. It will save your life. Please like the video, please share the video. You can even, you have my permission to share these videos on your own YouTube channel, if that will help. You have my permission to take the video if you are technically minded. You can take the video and you can cut it into little snippets and you can upload it to these places where I'm not active, TikTok and Instagram, places that I just don't have the time to be. If you can make short snippets and share it with your friends, maybe reach the younger generation, I have, absolutely no problem with that as long as you label it the master's voice hashtag the master's voice prophecy blog hashtag celestial so people don't just think who is this um all this is being done to try and reach people out there so this is the last video for today i do have other things to do but the lord be praised remember that without wisdom without wisdom people perish in all you're getting, the Bible says, get understanding, understanding of what? Understanding of the days that are to come, understanding that it's necessary to develop your character beyond having little academic arguments about, oh, this is the Greek word for this, and this is the Hebrew. How are you going to fight the Nephilim with Greek? What is, what is happening to the church out there? Are you actually aware of what is going on? You can know all the Greek in the world. Do you actually have the spiritual currency in you to cast a demon out of someone? If devils arise right now and demonize your child the way the man whose child was demonized in the Bible and the father said, the, the, the demon, it casts him into the water and the devil, it casts him into the fire to burn him or to drown him. Do you have a voice in you that can command the spiritual realm and drive off spirits of affliction and spirits of death from other people? Or are you just full of air knowledge and you're like the sons of Sceva who they tried to cast the demon out and the demon was like, well, Paul, I know, and, and this other guy, I know, but who are you? And then beat them, beat them to a pulp and stripped them naked and sent them running in the street. 
Do you actually have the cha-ching in your spiritual bank so that when you call upon the heavens, the angels respond and they come because they know you, your armor is on, you're locked and loaded, you're ready to go. Or do you think that this life of chatting on social media is what prepares us for the world that is to come? I submit to you that there is much, much more required. The bar is so high that may we all chew on these things and reconsider where we think we are. As Apostle Paul said, let no man think of himself more highly than he ought. It is the humble and it is those who continue saying, prepare me, Lord, teach me, Lord. Let me fast a little more. Let me pray a little more. You can fast and no one will even know that you are fasting. You can get dressed, comb your hair, uh, uh, fix your suit and go to work and you can be fasting on a 24-hour fast, no food, no water, and no one will know. The spiritual empowerment of God will have you zinging like a bullet in those board meetings. You won't even feel the hunger and no one will know that you are working out in the spiritual gym. You don't need to be, oh, you know, I'm, I'm on a three-day fast to get closer to God. You've already lost the benefit of the fast if your left hand has to know what your right hand is doing. These are the important things that will save life. Be wise as serpents, gentle as doves. There's so much wisdom in the scriptures, but are we reading it for online chat or are we actually reading it to hide it in our hearts for the day of darkness and the day of great pressure? There is great pressure coming in the future. And trust me, it is a crushing pressure. So we better make sure that we are hunks of metal that cannot be easily crushed. Upon this rock, I will build my church, the gates of hell, no new world order will prevail against it. So may the Lord bless you. This is Celestial with the master's voice. Thank you to all of you that support the channel. I always say thank you in at the end of these videos for those who send donations, those who support my work. God bless you and may the Lord increase it and return it to you multiple fold and also give you back what you will need in the future, which is divine help in your hour of need. Until I see you again, God bless you and goodbye.